I love TikTok. I love posting. I love doom scrolling. I love the people I meet on there and the conversations I have. TikTok is amazing. But the U.S. government wants to ban all my fun because they're mean and rude. So <laughs> Congress is asking the owner of TikTok a bunch of ridiculous questions. And even though he's Canadian, we're going to ask Jay about that today and find out what the heck is going on with my favorite platform. And hopefully it won't get banned. So, Jay, why does the U.S. want to ban TikTok? Well, I don't really know because Kesha created a banger with that track. <laughs> It is one of the best songs. So catchy. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'll, I'll answer your question. <laughs> well, they claim it's because of a threat to national security or a privacy threat, a threat to the citizens of the United States of America. Oh, yeah. That Cuff It dance and the Lizzo dance. And oh, those are such a horrible national threat. It's not really about the content so much. <laughs> Okay. More that a company with ties to a large antagonistic government that doesn't really support the US or the West has such a giant user base of Westerners and they have massive access to people's data. So that's concerning for the government. At least that's what they claim. All right. So I have to back a little bit. But what what country are you talking about? You know, China. It's owned by ByteDance, which is a predominantly Chinese company. And in China, when a company reaches a certain size, the government automatically has access and control of that company. It's pretty oh. nice. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same thing happened to Alibaba. Jack Ma, yeah, yeah. he's disappeared. Like you don't hear about this guy anymore yeah. because he upset the Chinese government and they basically own his company. So they were like, yeah. if you want Alibaba to stick around, step down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. This makes more sense now. Now, again... It's just what the government claims. Wait, which government? The United States government. They claim they want to ban TikTok to protect U.S. privacy and national security. Yeah, Yeah. that's a big deal in the U.S. But a lot of people take issue with this because, you know, Google has access to more data than anyone on the planet. Facebook has access to insane amounts of data. Uh, YouTube, Mm -hmm. right? All of these American companies have access to the same data, Mm -hmm. just about. And no one said a peep about them. So what's up with the targeting TikTok? And then other people argue back, well, TikTok's worse than those companies because China's kind of anti-US or anti-the West and they're more communist or hostile or whatever. Right. And then other people argue, sure, but if China was paying the US government tons of money and bribes and lobbies the way Facebook and Google mm-hmm. do, then this wouldn't be an issue at all and so on and so forth and back and forth. So the question, why does Congress want to ban TikTok? It's not so cut and dry, right? And who do you believe? Well, you know, Americans are really about American companies and local business and and American owned and like, you know, good old USA. So I wonder if like, I know Mark Zuckerberg had to go through the same things similar going in front of Congress and answering a bunch of questions when there was a data leak. But I wonder if this is happening more so because they're a Chinese company and not an American company. Maybe. Some people say Facebook just wants the competition removed because Instagram can't beat TikTok. Like Reels can't beat TikTok. No, Instagram is way terrible, bad. Sure. But they tried a million times. Yeah, they have. They've tried so many times to make Reels work, to push it down people's feeds, right? Yes. Yes. Hasn't worked. No. 
So maybe Zucks is just throwing money at the government and like, hey, fix it. Get rid of TikTok. Yeah. And I'll give you more. Right. I don't know. We don't know. It's, it's a conspiracy theory. Is, <laughs> is it true? Is there something to this? Right, right. All I know is when money is involved, you've got to be real careful who you believe, what you believe and what evidence you trust in. Yeah. All right. Fair play. Uh, thanks. Yeah, it's good. That's good. Okay, so... So wait, you thought this topic was going to be boring. Now we're talking about giant corporations <laughs> bribing people. Hey, I didn't say that on camera. <laughs> shady governments. Conspiracies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said before, even if the topic is boring to me, we always have to find a way to make it really good and interesting for me anyway. So the U.S. is worried that for our national security, and I say our because I'm American, even though I live here in Canada, they're concerned about our national security and military and data stuff or whatever you can tell I really know <laughs> but but seriously how, why would it matter so like I'm an average person I don't work for the military I don't work for the government in any way and the majority of the U.S. and kids using TikTok aren't either so why would this matter for civilians yeah great question it seems like it wouldn't have you ever heard that phrase knowledge is power yes it's not exactly true, but the principle at work here is that the more you know about someone, the more you can manipulate them. Can you manipulate some stranger off the street? Sure, but it's not as easy as somebody I know. Yeah. What if I told you that stranger loved big boobs? Oh, easy. You see? As soon as you know, it's easier to manipulate them. Did you... Not that I would be doing that, but yes. <laughs> Did you hear about all the election fraud and stuff? The like Russiagate yeah. stuff? Yes. That was Russia knowing what incites people to action or what makes them do something and then spamming ads into their feed, political ads that cause them to behave a certain way. Right. Because they know about people, they have data on people, they can use bots and, and Facebook ads and all kinds of stuff mm -hmm. to spam them and get them to do stuff or believe stuff. Mm -hmm. These are just normal everyday citizens that they're manipulating. Right. It so, caused an actual election fraud thing. So this is why it would be a danger to our national security? Uh, if you can swing an election as a foreign power, I think might be relevant. Okay, yeah, that I want to understand. That I, I get it. I understand. And all right, it makes sense. I don't want China or Russia or any other foreign uh, land to have any control over the elections in my country. So it's frustrating enough that as an American citizen, <laughs> my vote barely counts. So yeah, I, okay. Yeah, and that's just one thing they could do, right? Manipulate the media, manipulate the elections, manipulate corporations, stock prices. What if they start taking everybody's life savings just by plummeting some stocks or something? Yeah, um, it's interesting that you say that because like what happened with SVB recently, like, yeah, makes a lot of sense. Okay. All right. Yeah, you were right. It was not boring. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I got you. I got you. This is real talk, man. TikTok's no joke and data data privacy is no joke. Okay, so then who is the owner of TikTok? Like should what should we know about this person or people or company? So I don't know a whole lot. The company is ByteDance and the CEO, current CEO is Shozi Chu. Wait, that's the CEO of ByteDance? Yeah. Okay. And they own TikTok. Yeah, they make TikTok. Okay. Well, I don't know if they 
originally made TikTok, but they currently own it and okay. and administer it. Interesting. So is there anything in particular we should know about them? They have Tencent as an investor, but not a majority stakeholder. They, like all Chinese companies, I believe, have to answer to the Chinese government, because mm-hmm. especially when they're past a certain size, which they are. Right. So then they're susceptible, like you said earlier, to what happened with Jack Ma and Alibaba. The same could happen. Yeah, this is what Congress claims they're concerned about. Right. What if the Chinese government says, hand over all the data you have on U.S.? They would have to. They won't have a choice, right? Because that's how laws are in China. That's how things go in China. The government gets a hand in everything. So uh, in my research, I know that TikTok has a headquarters in in L.A., so would that still be the case if they are headquartered in our, in America, but the owner or the CEO or ByteDance is in China? Would, would this make a difference or? Yeah, I don't really think so. Like pressure from the Chinese government is pressure from the Chinese government wherever you are. Right. That doesn't sound like a, a good thing to have on your back is pressure from any government. But yeah, I don't think you can just say, well, I'm in LA. It's no biggie. Yeah. Right. I wonder if that's why they opened up a headquarters in LA to kind of make the US government happy and also try to stay away from China. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just maybe they're doing a whole new one in Texas anyways. A whole new TikTok data center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that question in a minute. Okay. So isn't it typical for apps like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok to collect data from their users? It's normal, right? Yeah, it is. But the way the government sees it is it's normal for insurance agencies to collect payments and premiums and fees, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're basically there to protect you. You pay them fees, they protect you when something goes wrong. Right. Okay. But what about when the mob charges you protection money? You know, move into the neighborhood, <laughs> pay us some money. Don't worry, we'll protect you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. Yeah, it's a little shadier. It's it's a lot shadier. But they're both doing the same thing. Insurance companies and the mob charging you money up front to avoid danger in the future. True. It's an interesting comparison. Well, so the government points out that, you know, China has a track record of spying and espionage and like they had that balloon recently or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They've got back doors and security holes and they kind of their products are mostly slapped together. Like even their best products are kind of shoddy, so what does that say about their apps? Maybe pe- people can just hack it. So even if it's not intentionally like mob-like behavior, maybe it's just unsafe as an app. Like the data isn't safe. On the other hand, some people have looked at the code, TikTok's code, and a lot of it is encrypted. And it's like, why are you encrypting parts of your code here and there? Mm-hmm. It's a bit strange. Can you explain what that means a little bit? Just I don't really... I don't know all the details, but if you open code and reverse engineer it, you can usually see the lines of code and and what was written and what the program is supposed to do and Mm -hmm. so on. But if chunks of it are encrypted, it just comes out as gobbledygook. So you don't know know what it's doing. What it's doing in those sections. Yeah. Eh, But like there could be reasons for it. Like they're proud of their AI or their algorithm and they don't want anybody to take it and it's patented and whatever. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I'm just saying the government's take on it is is that China and Chinese companies have a pretty shady track record. They're not always up to par. They don't have a lot of standards or regulations. They do weird things. They have a history of spying and stuff. You really want this kind of company to have everybody's data? No, the more we're having this conversation, the more I'm like, I don't want to open TikTok. 
Yeah, no, I get it. I love this app too, though. At the same time, but, yeah. all those American platforms do the same thing. Right. Right. And will the laws protect you? Like, can Facebook and YouTube just throw money at the government and then do whatever they want? Like, are they just as bad as TikTok, but government sanctioned? Right. That's how it feels. I don't. I don't know if that's true. I, I don't know either. No clue. How would how would anyone like how would anyone know? We won't know. But they're questions that are wow. worth asking, right? Mm -hmm. Because these platforms run huge chunks of our daily lives. They, they support huge chunks of our economy and our business and. Mm -hmm they have like tentacles that reach very far into people's private lives and they affect all sorts of things as even elections and who leads the country and all the laws that are being made and the decisions that are being made. And so if there's room for these giant social platforms to manipulate these things, whether sanctioned by the government or behind the back or whatever, mm -hmm. it's worth asking about. Right? I agree. Congress wants to ban TikTok. So first of all, as an American, this raises red flags for, for me only because like, is the reason for the ban a, a freedom of speech thing? Is it because it's a Chinese thing? Is it uh, like anytime something's being banned, it makes me question like the reasons behind it. Is it a Facebook wants to kill the competition thing? Yes. Is it like, are you trying to protect me or are you trying to protect you? Is it all of these at once? Right. So this is all of these questions were in my head once I started researching. So these are all really great questions to ask yourself and uh, and to talk about whether, but we, I mean, since it's mid, it's happening right now, it's kind of won't have an answer about what's happening yet, but I thought it would be a really great conversation to have further than the US government wants to uh, shut down TikTok. It goes deeper than this. So, oh, more than that. It can set a precedent. There could be another reason. 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. And then that was like the government's excuse for the Patriot Act. Yes. Oh, 9-11 happened. Now we have this crazy like draconian Patriot Act where we can just monitor everything and do whatever we want. Yes. Now we're the government. We have total power if we just use the word terrorist. Like yeah. that's not exactly what it is, but it certainly seems that way. And it's, it's borderline. And so for the government, a major hostile usually results in them having even more total control and power yeah. over the country and the people. And so they can just have a major hostile and then new bill and then major hostile and then new bill and then a major hostile and then new bill. And now their bills and laws and acts all allow them to do whatever they want. So if they have a major hostile TikTok, and they can ban them and they can control freedom of speech and they get to monitor all the data and the government can do everything and you have to obey all of our laws. Fine. It's just TikTok, right? They're just targeting TikTok. It's just anti-China stuff. Sure. But then a year later, the bill passes and it's all social platforms everywhere. And now the government just controls all social platforms. It just happened. Yeah. Or, or they can monitor all internet traffic everywhere forever or something, you know, like for data privacy and, and, well, Under the well, guise of protection. Yeah. Well, judge. Well, Supreme Court justice. Well, we have precedent with the whole TikTok case. So I think really it just applies here as well. Oh, good point. Okay. Passed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's even another angle, right? Every mm -hmm. time you give the government power, you give them an inch, they, they tend to take a mile. That's for sure. Uh, and again, I'm not anti-government. I'm not anti-corporations. I'm not anti-anything. I'm just pointing at things that exist, things that can happen, occurrences and angles that can be present. And they're worth 
questioning and they're worth thinking about. They're worth making up your own mind about and doing your own research about. And uh, I, I'm not for any conspiracy theories or whatever, but I am for critical thinking and examining all the options and possibilities and making your own decisions. Right. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Well, that's why we're here talking about this. For me, it's to raise awareness for those of you who are just seeing maybe the news headlines and not really paying attention and don't understand how this may impact you later. And a lesson that I learned from the SVB episode we did was all of this stuff affects me even when I don't think it does. So we can bury our heads in the sand and pretend it doesn't affect us, but it 100% does. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about it today. And this isn't the first time that the U.S. has threatened to ban TikTok. When Trump was president, he also tried to ban TikTok and like people lost their minds. And I'll be honest with you, because of the relationship, like back then I was a, a Democrat. So it was more like, I wasn't paying attention to this stuff about it. It was more like, screw him. I hope it doesn't work because I hate him. And I like I had no idea that it was this similar reason. Like it's the same exact thing that I read about. It was the same reasons that he wanted to do it too. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I don't know anyone's reasons for wanting to do this. I just know what I'm told or what they claim. What we can find. But what do you know about Trump? What motivates a lot of his decisions? What's a high priority in Trump's world and life? No, he's not motivated by lies. I know. He's motivated by money. Yeah, money. So if Trump's trying to do something, what is likely to be involved somehow? Money. Right. Money. Now, do you know what lobbying is? Yes. What is it? Uh, it's when you go and, and offer money to a senator or a congressman and, and get them to vote the way you want them to. Yeah, basically. It's it's just bribery to me. It's a synonym for bribery. Yes. That's you are somehow funneling money towards a certain person mm -hmm. for them to either directly or indirectly provide you the service that you're looking for. Um, Write the law for you, do the thing for you, whatever. Yeah. By the way, I want I want to just the side note. I learned this not from the U.S. government and history classes I took in school in the U.S. I learned it from Parks and Recreation, just <laughs> you know. Yeah, all, all good. <laughs> Great show. So, what are the chances that Facebook, Google, YouTube, all these platforms are lobbying the government to get benefits? Oh, it's highly likely. Okay. And so if all the American social platforms are funneling money and bribes and lobbies towards the government mm -hmm. and TikTok, which is a Chinese company, isn't or not nearly as much, mm -hmm. what would Trump want to do about it? Get rid of it. Because why not? Why not help the ones who are funneling money into your cause or to your yeah. uh, campaign or whatever? Yeah. Makes sense. Right. And so now... I don't know, Biden administration or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not the same. Or it's possible anyway. Yeah. It feels like it. Like all the reading I did, I, I didn't make me feel like like Trump was wrong and Biden's wrong. Not at all. I, in fact, my, I have another question out of all of this for you, which is why doesn't Congress, and I know you're not American and you don't have a lot of knowledge. No, but I know that, people. But okay. So my question is, why wouldn't Congress make a, a law for all social platforms, why pick TikTok? Why pick just Facebook? Why not overall just pass a law or a bill or whatever? 
Could be lots of reasons. Could be like I said, all the other platforms funnel money and lobbies, so don't pick on them. Right. Let's all pick right. on TikTok. It could be like a 9-11 Patriot Act thing. We mm-hmm. want to set a precedent. We want to make an example of somebody. So this will just set the set the ball rolling. We'll do them first. Right. And eventually we will have laws for all the social platforms. Mm. It could be they honestly don't see a problem. It could be they really are behaving exactly as they claim. Right. We think China and TikTok is a privacy issue and we don't think the other ones are. But after the whole Facebook Russia gate election yeah. fraud thing, yeah. it's really tough to make that argument because as far as I know, TikTok hasn't ruined any elections. Yeah, as far as we know they haven't, but so, Facebook is still going. Yeah. So uh, so there's a whole bunch of weird hypocrisies involved and things that don't make sense and contradictions and like they might be doing it for X reason, but then they did Y and that doesn't seem to make sense. And maybe they're doing it for Z, but what about ABC? And so I've tried to steer the conversation away from all of these conspiracy theories, just put the options out there and people can figure it out for themselves because you're not going to get to Y unless you're high up on the inside and you're talking to people who are making these decisions or something. True. All right. Fair play. It's good. Thank you. So you mentioned Texas uh, and I read the words Project Texas. Can you elaborate and explain what this actually is? Yeah. Project Texas is TikTok's code name for their plan to please Congress. And you can take that however you want because they're basically sucking Congress's. <laughs> well, they are. Okay, can you can you elaborate and explain a little more yeah. what exactly you mean by this? Yeah, they're jumping through a million hoops for Congress mm-hmm. so that Congress can feel safe that their data is secure and everything's okay. So they're going to start a giant TikTok data center in the U.S. and all TikTok users' data is going to be stored there. And Oracle, I don't know if you've heard of Oracle, they're a major U.S. I database do. company. No. Oracle gets to oversee or have oversight of this whole facility and oh. approve the hiring. And TikTok's going to hire all new staff, even though they have staff that can do all this stuff already. They're going to hire duplicate staff, like U.S. staff, to, to populate the Project Texas Center. Interesting. Uh, and they're going to get like checkups, monthly checkups, or I don't know, yearly checkups or something. And the data that goes out, like some of it's going to be allowed to go out from the center, but some can't. And I don't know. I don't know all the details, but it sounds nuts. And if I was a business owner or a company owner, I would just be like, F you. If I was ByteDance, I'd be like, I'm kissing my entire U.S. market goodbye. I don't care about the U.S. population. I want to be banned. If I had to jump through that many hoops for their bullshit like regulations because they're paranoid or something and they're not making Facebook or Google or YouTube do it, I'd be like, screw you. Yeah. So just to make sure I understand like like a kid, like make sure I get it. So TikTok is making Project Texas. It's their, their name for a place that they're going to store all American data. Correct. Basically. Yeah. Uh, So that Americans can feel safe. Yeah. So I wonder Uh, with all this if other countries will follow yeah it sets a precedent now i have to do it for the uk and jump through all their hoops and now i have to do it for australia but like you said does google does instagram like because i know those are american companies but do other countries care in the same way like oh instagram you have all the american database in america but the uk you know you you might leak uk secrets or whatever like it's ridiculous. It's it like you said. It's gonna set a precedent for all these other countries to follow suit and make it just utterly 
freaking ridiculous. But only the big countries can do it. Right. Because if you're a tiny country, like Ireland or something, TikTok's just like, I don't care. We lose the Irish market, like whatever. They're not going to, TikTok's not going to do this for Ireland. No. If Ireland tried to pull this shit, TikTok ain't going to do it. No way. It's not even worth, they're spending billions to do this, hiring duplicate staff. And oh, now you have to hire Irish staff and Irish people and keep your data center on Irish land. And you have to, like, what? They just be like, all right, fine. No Irish people can use TikTok. Sorry. I guess it's because the majority of users are American. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. And they want to keep their giant market. So whatever. That's how it goes. If you have a giant market, you have a lot of power, you can bully people. Walmart makes makes small companies do all sorts of stuff. That's terrible. But yeah. Whatever. I'm just saying. But they want that Walmart market. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it is what it is. If it was me, I'd tell them to screw off. Yeah. But TikTok wants that market. They don't want to lose that money and they're going to jump through the hoops. So be it. But to me, that's basically like suck my, right? And TikTok's like, yes, yes, sir. Yeah. On our knees, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all right. All right. Uh, Mr. Whatever your name is, owner of TikTok. Shows eat you. Yeah, you you may want to rethink that or, or not. Whatever makes you happy. Uh, I can watch TikToks until you take it away or not. Like, whatever. I'm good. Okay. Do you think, and again, this is his opinion, you know, do you think that Project Texas will help TikTok to not be banned by Congress? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Yeah. I kind It'd of be too. weird. It'd be weird if it didn't. I kind of do too, because they're, they're, they're saying we're, we're going to put Americans at first and we're going to put all American data first. And not only that, but you're, they're going to be opening up jobs for Americans. So. And the U.S. government gets to check on them. Oracle gets to run the place. Like, yeah. So it's it's basically like here's here's a BJ and here's another BJ from my friend. Is there anything else we can do for you, sir? Like, of yeah. course, it's going to let them stay. But is it worth? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They're spending billions, but they're like, well, but we're going to make billions. So is it going to be worth it? And I'm like, money aside, it's just not worth it on dignity and principle. Like you sh- shouldn't be bowing to this. Like this is a bad precedent to set. Yeah. And and like I was saying before, I tuned into some of the, the footage of Congress asking questions and they are dumb as dog. Yeah. That's questions. another reason you shouldn't be doing it. Like the questions are utterly like ridiculous so i wrote one down because i couldn't believe it was an actual question congressman was asking the the ceo dude so his question was if my phone is on wi-fi will it connect to my home wi-fi when i'm at home and then will it connect to tiktok through my home wi-fi this was an actual question a congressman asked this man so I want to know why, why, why are the ridiculous questions? <laughs> Sin, do you know any old people? Sure. Lots of them. Okay. When you meet them, do you expect those old people to have any sane questions at all about current <laughs> day's technology? Oh, no, they're not. It's very rare that they'll ask. Okay. Stuff. Do you know what Congress is full of? Yeah. Old people. Yeah. Basically grandparents. A bunch of grandparents, a bunch of old people. And I, I love old people, but I'll tell you one thing about them. You cannot expect any of them to ask a sane question about today's modern technology. You can't. You can't expect expect the sane question. Well, I saw a comment in, in one of the lives where somebody was saying clearly their assistants were telling them to ask this question, but I don't think so. Because an assistant 
would be young and would know this kinds of stuff. Your phone is connected to your home Wi-Fi. Hello. But do you know how old you have to be to be an assistant in Congress? No, I don't actually. It's grandparents being helped by other grandparents. Like <laughs> they're still old. All right. Even if they're younger, it's like a 90-year-old senator and then their assistant's like 70 or 65. Okay. Right? It's the blind leading the blind. Yeah. I got you. Well, I maybe, got you. maybe, you know, I'm exaggerating. Maybe it's like a 64 year old senator and. I was thinking like intern. A 50 year old like assistant. Intern was, no, but they're not yeah. asking a young intern. They don't have any respect for those people. Yeah, I guess that's They why wipe their boot with young interns. They're not going to ask them for help on how to deal with TikTok. Yeah, that's stupid. I'm saying you can't expect anything reasonable from the senior citizens in Congress about today's modern technology and the societal landscape. Right. Society is evolving. They're clueless dinosaurs. No offense. I'm sorry, but they don't have any clue about social media or the internet or TikTok or any of this stuff. Right. All they know is their pocketbooks, their lobbies, their comfortable homes, and what bothers their wife or child. And if TikTok bothers somebody, they're out. If it hurts their money, they're out. Yeah. They don't have a reason for it. They don't have justification for it. They don't even know what they're talking about. Yeah. Like these questions were utterly ridiculous. Sure. Why would you be asking them? It, it's just as bad as asking a toddler how to work the inner mechanics of your car. Like they have zero experience. Even if they read a book or asked their assistant, that toddler's still not going to be able to help you with the internal mechanics of your car. Yeah. They're clueless about it yeah and i felt sorry for the the dude they're questioning the ceo because it feels like a total waste of time in a in a in a witch hunt to be honest with you just only by the question i get why they want to the conspiracy theories the possible what ifs blah blah like all the stuff we've discussed but watching them interact live it's you can see the frustration in this man's eyes. Like, why are you asking me these dumb, asinine questions that have nothing to do, in my eyes anyway, I'm sure there was some weird thought process behind when your phone connects to your home Wi-Fi, is it connected to the Wi-Fi? What? Like, I, I, I just don't understand. It feels like almost like mean girls, but a man picking on the the man who doesn't his, his english isn't 100% but he's holding his own in, in congress but do you think maybe some of these questions are also to waste his waste time and see if he's going to crack or like do you know what i mean like I a tactic no i don't think it's all that complicated it's just people don't like to admit they're wrong remember when you asked me about bite dance and i said i don't really know that much yeah and it was one of our shortest questions and answers on this mm -hmm. topic. Yeah. It's because I know more about the other things. I don't know a lot about bite dance, And I said that. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't want to feel like an idiot when I talk about it. And I want to spew out a bunch of stupid wrong things. And even some of the stuff I've talked about here, I don't know it perfectly. And I might be off or wrong. And I'm happy to be corrected. But have you ever seen someone talk about something where they don't want to admit they don't know it? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what you get from from Congress there. That's what you get from those senators. Mm. They don't want to admit they don't know about the topic. So you get a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it makes sense. Because when someone doesn't understand a topic, they don't want to admit it. They continue to look like an ass and, and, and don't stop themselves. Where I'm happy to say, I have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Can you please answer? This is what the whole podcast is about. It's about, I don't know the answer to these questions and I want to talk about it. So 
makes sense. And also, when I didn't know the reasons, like the actual motivation behind banning TikTok, I said, I don't know. And I'm not sure we'll ever know. And that's that. Let's move on. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. Right. So what Congress needed to say was, I don't even know what internet is. I don't know what Wi-Fi is. I probably shouldn't even be grilling you about this. No, they should have found them like a tech savvy person among them. All right, which one of you knows what Wi-Fi is? You ask the questions. Yeah, like, but they clearly did not do that. Oh, they did not. So that's, that's what you get. Are. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I don't agree with their what they're doing and, and how they're behaving, but I totally am on board and I understand now. Makes makes way more sense. So thank you. So if the U.S. does decide to to ban TikTok, which after our conversation about or the part about Project Texas, I kind of think it's not going to happen. But say they do. What do you think will happen to the artists and the creators and the small businesses that rely on TikTok to spread their brand and make money? And, and what do you think will happen? So musicians used to rely on vinyl. So what happened when vinyl died off? They moved to cassettes. Yeah. And showrunners used to rely on cable TV. What replaced it? Netflix. So you see, when something that a creator or an artist relies on dies, what happens? Oh, they find a new way. Yeah. New platform, new device, new thing. Exactly. Yeah. When MySpace died, <laughs> all the creators who relied on MySpace were out of luck. Yeah. And, and they found Facebook. Yeah. All right. It seems like doom and gloom, end of the world. This giant platform is dying off or it got banned or whatever. But it never really is. No. People just adapt. Yeah, they move on. There's always an alternative. What was the one before YouTube? There was a... Vine? Yeah, there was Vine and... Periscope? Yeah, there you go. Periscope. And, and now... Most people don't have any clue at what either of those uh, sites are. And, and now we have YouTube. So makes sense. Okay. So then follow up question to this. Like I know for us what I would do. Like what would I do if TikTok disappeared? <laughs> I would move over to another platform. I've been all over the platforms. Like for me, it's no big deal. But a lot of these creators, and I'm thinking about the ones who became famous during quarantine, during COVID, Call Me Chris, Sheena Mawani, Spooky Selena, like these people who are normal people, they're they're not like content creators in, in the same way you and I are. We make podcasts to help people. These people are just turn on their camera, they entertain people, and then they move on. They don't know any other platform but TikTok. I mean, they've expanded, but they don't know. How, they don't even know how they became famous if you ask them. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who may be watching and, and wondering, what would advice would you give to somebody who has never pivoted 50 million times like we have and know that every platform is the same? So just what would you say to them? They just need to be big boys and girls, Google some new platforms, join them, fiddle around, get the hang of it and grow again. People do it all the time. People get their Instagram accounts deleted all the time. Their YouTube channels deleted all the time and they just start again. Yeah. If Periscope or Vine dies, they just have to move to YouTube. It's not super complicated or rocket science or anything ridiculous. Yeah. It just takes a little courage and some learning and some adaptation. Uh, actually, I completely agree with that. This is exactly what happened to us. We pivoted a million times and we've been on every single platform. 
And I just want to add, they're all the same. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah, you can watch our episode on how to monetize anything because it will explain the steps and they apply to every platform. We'll put it here. <laughs> we'll put it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great point too. Thank you. So I'm going to read something. Mm-hmm. Okay. The U.S. First Amendment says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. Basically, that means uh, we have freedom of speech in the U.S. So do you think, do you think that the First Amendment as freedom of speech could be one way that TikTok isn't banned? I know we talked about the Texas thing, Project Texas. But do you think this could also be used as their argument, even though they're Chinese? It's a good question. I mean, this could take us down a big rabbit hole. I don't know if you've got time. I had nothing but time. <laughs> okay, so like, what are laws and what is freedom of speech? And I know it sounds like, oh, you know, we have to get into definitions, but... No, we do. Really, it matters. What the hell are we talking about here? What are laws? They're rules that the government makes for us to follow. Right. And is the Constitution laws or a document to guide all the laws and rules that we make? Like that thing you just wrote. They're they're amendments. It's a Constitution. It's what are the foundation of what America was built on, but they're not a law. Is an amendment or our rights I, stronger? There are rights as 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 Americans. Okay, are rights stronger than laws? That's a great question. Whatever, it doesn't really matter. The point is, laws themselves restrict freedoms. No. Yeah, they do. Even that right or amendment or law or whatever it's called, I don't. No, that piece you read directly specifies what people can and can't do. So if people are free, they should be able to can and can't do whatever they want. But instead, they can and can't do what that blurb specifies. What if I want to be hateful? Like, that's my freedom. Should that not be my freedom to be hateful? Technically, you can stand on a corner. Not here because we're in Canada. But in the U.S., you're allowed to stand on a corner and say negative things about your government. Oh, so there's never been any lawsuits or media or or anything about hate speech? Oh, oh no, there is. Oh, so this freedom of speech thing needs a big bracket. Bracket, not hate speech. No, but that, that, that freedom of speech, that hate speech... Usually, not always, but usually the person is protected under this amendment. But it's not. They're not. I'm not allowed to have hate speech. There's tons of cases of it. I could go look them up. I'm not American, but I know damn well there's tons of hate speech cases where you can't say that stuff. Well, I know that in the U.S., the KKK can rally. They go downtown and they have their KKK rally with their friggin' hoods and talk hate and say they hate and they do it all the time. So... So I, I can slander or libel anybody then? No. Why not? Isn't that freedom of my speech? Well, that's the, but that's on the other side of it. But the Constitution, <laughs> my, freedom of speech, right there. That's my right. I can't just slander or libel somebody? Uh, no. No. Fair play. I'm saying, what are laws and what is freedom of speech? Laws sound to me like things made to restrict people's freedoms. 
Uh, they are. So I'm not free to go running around doing whatever I want. This, this is why we have a civilized society because people are not free to do whatever they want. This whole thing, what you're saying, is exactly why my ex-husband always says the land of the free is a joke because you're not free. Well, America, people think they're free, but they're actually not. Either way, I'm not getting political. This is a philosophical thing. Mm. I'm just asking, like, what are we talking about here? So- how do you how do you have a law about freedom of speech if laws by themselves are here to restrict freedoms? That's why they exist. Otherwise, you would have anarchy and chaos or whatever. People would be doing whatever they want all the time because there is no laws and there is no enforcement and there is no punishment and whatever, right? Right. Like it sounds great. Like let's have that utopia where where everyone just does whatever they want. People try it all the time. Eventually, you just need laws. Yeah. They end up putting in laws for a reason. Yeah. For, to, and to those laws people. are to restrict people. Restrict people. Laws restrict yes. the total freedom that we are all sort of born with. Like, yes. Animals are free to do whatever they want. Right. Fair play. Animals have real freedom. They do. They don't care about laws. <clears throat> Make as many no. laws as you want. They will do whatever they want. Yeah. Humans are animals too. But we get laws all the time. And even when we try to have a society without laws, it ends up creating laws. Yes. So this blurb you're reading is all celebrating freedom of speech, but it itself is a law restricting people's behavior and telling them how they how they can operate. Yeah, it's it's our And it's part of a document that has a, a bunch of other restrictions of what yeah. they can and can't do. It's the First Amendment. It's the very first thing. When, when when they came over, when the pilgrims or Puritans came over to the US, to America, they came over because they were restricted from their religion. That also includes freedom of religion in, in this also. So they came over because they weren't free to say what they wanted to say. They weren't free to practice the religion they wanted. Uh, and they weren't free to write about in the media what they wanted. So that's why they came over. They stay, and, and that's why this is the very first amendment. Sure, but that was a long time ago. Now we practically have an authoritarian government or a totalitarian government. Like it's, it's creeping up. It's yeah. coming up. So it might have been, we came over here to be free back then. But it's looking pretty weird now. But this is why the right like really points a lot to the 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 Bill of Rights and uh, and the Constitution. They really are point to this. And I know it's not political. Yeah, I'm trying not to make it political. Uh, but I'm just saying there are people in my country, regardless, uh, we won't. I won't mention the political side, but there are people who point to this and say, this is how America started. This is how it should be. This is how we need to be. When then the other side that are completely against any of that and should change everything and make it new stuff. Or sure. Well, it doesn't even matter. Like, why are you not obeying a document from the Dark Ages and Victorian times? That was the original document back in the Dark Ages and Victorian times. They knew what was up. They would have beheadings and guillotines. Why don't we have that? Let's go back to that. That was the original document. Who came up with this new constitution stuff? I want to go back to those times, medieval sure. times. Like, it's a weird argument. Why are you arguing for such an ancient document? So I get why someone would want to change it. It's evolving times. That document wasn't made when we had the internet and everyone was globally connected and, and hate speech could go around the world a mile a minute and you could have election frauds and whatever. Maybe we need a different document. I don't know. How great is this awesome constitution? Is it going to last for another thousand years? Is it? Is it the never ending eternal document? They nailed it right. Those guys in the, in the forties or 18 whatevers or whatever, 
They nailed it. They had, they predicted social media and they had the perfect document for it. This is, I, I'm so glad we should keep it. We should totally keep it. Like maybe we should change it. I don't know. Or maybe they nailed it the first time. I don't know. But you asked if this amendment can save TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what, what does that even mean? Because how much freedom of speech do we have anyways? And isn't that law from a document that restricts a whole bunch of things of what we can and can't do anyways? And aren't they just passing more laws every day that restrict more things? Abortion was totally allowed for a while. Now it's not or whatever. I don't know. I don't follow all this stuff, but I understand people and I understand life and I understand these philosophical concepts of, of laws and restriction and freedom versus freedom. Mm-hmm. And there's always a tug of war between these things. And there's always a society that wants more freedom or more restriction and order and laws. And, and once you ban or censor one thing, it sets a precedent for the next. And then that precedent might stay in place for 100 years or 200 years until it gets overturned or appealed by Roe v. Wade or whatever. And now they're back to the original thing. So maybe they do ban TikTok and they ban all the social platforms and they censor everybody. And then society after 100 years gets all antsy about it and they finally rise up and they're like, no, we want our freedom back. And now all those laws get overturned and demolished. It's it's like, it's nuts. And I, I honestly don't really get all the arguments about it. I mean, I do, I get it because the arguments always boil down to the same thing. One person wants more control and the other person wants more freedom and they can't find a middle ground where it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. One wants to be able to say hateful things and the other wants to stop slander and libel, whatever. And who's going to win? Is it the, the free speech anarchist? Are they going to save the day or is it the law and order person? You know, And it, it always comes down to the same thing over and over. And it's fine. I get it. It has to do that. It has to go that way. And eventually they'll find some acceptable common ground where people are like, okay, fine. I guess that's how it has to be. But are people happy with how the abortion thing turned out? Are they going to be happy with how the censorship thing turns out? The TikTok thing turns out? No, there's always going to be someone unhappy or someone upset with whatever, whatever way it goes. Yeah. And so the real solution, and people hate this, (laughs) is to move. If you do not like the laws and the balance of freedom and restriction in your current society or culture, you should join or start another culture. It's a giant planet and you can. And in fact, that's how America was founded because they didn't like the religious restrictions and they were like, you know what? Screw the society. We're going to go start our own. Yeah, it's true. Here we are again. And so someone's not going to be happy with it, but if they're not happy, I think they should drop all the fighting and just go start something better. Sure. Or join something better. There are other cultures out there that have far more freedoms. Agree. But you might have to adapt to a new culture. I mean, America didn't have you. So I told America to F off and, and came here. All right. Well, I really appreciate you and this whole conversation. It's interesting because now I'm going to be paying closer attention to the outcome I'm not going to be paying attention to those stupid ass questions they ask, but I will be paying attention to the outcome to see what happens with TikTok. And I'm interested to, to know more about the Project Texas. And I genuinely feel like you that this will be a big win for TikTok if they implement this. However, I also think it's going to set a precedent that other companies and TikTok themselves will not like if, if it does go through. So it'll be interesting to see. 
and maybe we'll do an update, updated uh, podcast episode when we do find out. So thank you so much for exploring this topic with me, for talking about it. I hope they don't ban TikTok because it brings me so much joy. I love that app. It's so funny. Some of it's really stupid AF, but I love every single person on there. They make me laugh all the time. So thank you very much for your insights and thoughts. Thanks for your questions. I have one last one, though. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with our wonderful audience? Yeah. Issues of censorship and freedom of speech are pretty intense for a lot of people. Um, Our self-expression matters. And Anytime you feel that your expression or freedom of speech is being infringed upon or things you love having are being banned or restricted, it's tempting to get upset about it. But what I'd really love to see more people doing is not just getting upset and whining and complaining and talking about it. Even this podcast is just talk. I'd like to see more people elevating themselves to positions of power. And this is a solution most people don't even consider. You, no matter who you are, can technically increase your influence and your clout. You can increase your personal power and the impact that you have on your society. And it's a longer game. It's not instant gratification. It takes more effort and you have to really apply yourself. But I encourage you to do that because we have some really smart citizens in our society. And those citizens, maybe you, could create some amazing change, but you won't create that change from a low leverage position. You won't create that change while you hold very little influence, while you don't have an audience, you don't have a platform, you haven't built up your portfolio or your wealth. You'll create that change only after you've elevated yourself as much as possible. I personally am not there yet, but I'm working on it. And I hope you'll join me on that journey. Together we rise. And that's why our book and this podcast is called Eyes Wide Open. Keep rising.